Hey, Sasha. Hey, Courtney. Do you believe in reincarnation? No, but I did when I was Zelda Fitzgerald. Oh! Hey! It's Spoop Hour! I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance. I am getting over a cold, so I am, in medical terms, a disgusting snot monster. Indeed. And how. And how. Uh, This is Sasha, and I'm being mean to the sick person. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'm dealing my own stuff right now. We're all going through something. (laughs) So we're recording on a different night than usual. So, a bit more stressful, I guess, because we do have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Although, I guess we usually have to go to work tomorrow when we record, because we record on Sunday. Yeah, but Sunday is like, we spent all day doing nothing. That's and true. And today, it's like, Ugh, we it's went to work. Thursday. And we still have another day of work Ugh. before we can relax. Thursday again. And you're also sick. I'm also sick. We're recording early because... Somebody is getting on a plane to Australia, and somebody is spending a bunch of time at Katsukon this weekend. Yeah. I'll let you guess who is who. Which one's the weeb? Although... Actually, it's me. It's actually Realistically. (laughs) My students have this conversation all the time where they're like, Mr. Ran's a weeb, and they're like, she can't be a weeb, she's Japanese. That's true, it's just enjoying your own culture. And they're like, yeah, but she's like into like anime and stuff like doesn't that make her kind of a weeb and no then, people in japan are into anime. right and that, that, that's this whole thing and then they're like but she's half white her dad's white so you're half weeb yeah so that's usually where it lands yeah i have no excuse i yeah. don't even like anime honestly but you like japanese like, culture i do i do like japanese culture everybody guessed like it's why i never did japan club in high school oh because <laughs> all you guys did was like watch anime and talk about anime and i was like i don't want to no, do we this didn't, i didn't like anime that much in high school no yeah, no, we did, like, actual cultural activities. Maybe if you came to the club, you would know that. The, like, two times I went, <laughs> you were watching anime. So I was like, we, I don't want any of this. We watched more live-action things, and yeah. we did cultural activities every month. So, maybe the one maybe time I, that you yeah. went was, like, the time we phoned it in or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe or I just came at the wrong time. Maybe came at the wrong time. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I did Japanese Honor Society, and I did Japan Bowl. So my weeb credentials are firmly authenticated. <laughs> it's Thursday here. And just as a heads up, we will be putting up an episode next week, but it's going to go up a little bit later because I'm not getting back until like seven or so on Monday evening. And I assume I will not have the wherewithal to record a podcast. No, never. Because I will have just been on planes for like 21 hours. If we don't get it up until Friday that week, that's also like not a problem. (laughs) Honestly, I should be good to go. We could record on Tuesday and then I could edit it and probably get it up Wednesday. But it depends on how opposite time zone I still am. So we'll see. You'll be very opposite time zone. I'm going to be very opposite time zone. I go to Japan very often and that's the hardest jet lag to get over. Yay, 14 hours ahead. Yeah, so you're not going to want to record. On Tuesday. Don't tell I me pro- how to live no. my life. I, I'm <laughs> calling it now. 
Courtney's not going to want to record on Tuesday. So this is our wager. I bet you a Starbucks that I'm going to want to record on Tuesday. Okay. And you can bet me that Starbucks back. Okay. That I'm going to be like, go fuck yourself. I'm still in bed. Mm, Yeah. 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 I'll I'll wager that. So this is the spoop hour where we fight. This is the spoop hour where we fight. (laughs) Mom and dad are fighting. Um, Anyway, this is spoop hour. You can find us as always at spoop hour on Twitter and on Instagram. And then you can always send us your stories at spoop hour at gmail.com. Yes. And you know what? We've never done this before, but rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. Other podcasts say to do that. I never do because I assume it goes without saying, but we're going to say it so yeah. it goes today. And hello to all of our new listeners. Yes, um, Especially people who have found us through our Facebook groups like Podcasts We Listen To yes. and the Lady Pod Squad discussion groups. Yes, and um, soon the Snack It probably. And soon the Snack It because <laughs> we'll probably infiltrate them. If you don't shortly. know what the Snack It is... We'll go into it more when the time comes. When I think. the time comes, the but the bracket drops March 11th. It's a big so. deal, and I think my name is going to be the one that's chosen. Oh good, the snacking. The snacking yeah, it has the most likes, which it, I think count as votes. Yeah, but I think AJ will count that. Good. Yeah. So we'll explain more about the snack it but on as March you know, 11th. We feel very strongly about snacks. We don't currently have any in front of us, but it's because we just had Thai food. Yes. She bought me Thai food because I'm driving her to the airport so she can go to Australia and then she can buy me Starbucks later yep. because she's not going to want to record. No, I don't want to record. Son of a bitch. Why did I agree? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> other than that weird laugh you're doing right now, has anything spooky happened to you this week? Yes. Um, last night I was in my room <laughs> getting ready to hop in the shower and I heard you sneeze down here. And then shortly thereafter, my phone buzzed, and it was, bless you. That's funny, because last night, I was down here, and I was sitting on the couch, and I heard you sneeze, like, seven times in a row, and I was starting to get worried. I was like, oh no, did I get Sasha sick? Is she, like, just stuck in a sneeze loop? And these were big, ferocious sneezes, and Sasha's a little person. And so she texted me to see. Bless you, are you okay? And then Sasha goes, oh, I thought it was you. (laughs) So we just had a phantom sneezer yeah. last night. Apparently someone was lurking outside of our fucking front door and or hovering but, outside your window and sneezing. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. Because, like, my room is, like, on the, on the opposite, opposite side, side of the front entrance. And so I was closer to the front entrance, and it sounded like it was right outside sense. our door. Yeah, so somebody's so. sneezing. It's possibly the vampire hovering outside your window. Possibly. Speaking of vampires, my favorite murder dropped a new episode today on Thursday when you're listening to this, I guess. But they, at the end, they talk about things that made them happy Mm -hmm. to bring you back up after all the murder. And Georgia's today was, there's this Netflix movie and it's a horror comedy and it's about vampires who are roommates. And my face, like, I could not stop myself. It was just a knee-jerk reaction. I opened my mouth, like, as wide as I could in that, like, ridiculous emoji smile, just like the... And then she goes, it's called What We Do in the Shadows. And I hit pause immediately and texted Sasha. And I was because like, oh my god. that's the one movie we endorse on this podcast is What over We Do in the Shower. Shower? What We Do in the Shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you perv. What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> what We Do in the Shower is the important <laughs> version. The where the vampires just have some good sudsy fun. But well, that's neither here nor there. You know, there's the, the scene when they first introduce Vladislav. The poker. The poker. Vladislav the poker <laughs> and he's having the the sex the scene from origin. um what was it dracula, dracula. bram stoker's dracula yeah. i think <laughs> yeah so it's a great movie i 
tweeted about it and I joked that we mention it every three episodes. But in retrospect, it's not really a joke because we kind of do mention it like every other episode. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. If you haven't watched it yet, please go do so. It's hilarious. There are vampires. But yeah, that was my... And if you saw Very Thor 3 and you liked it, then you definitely will like this movie. Yeah. And there you... was definitely a what we do in the shadows joke in Thor 3. <laughs> and our other roommate and I went to see it together and we were the only two people cackling in the theater because we really liked this movie. <laughs> if you've ever watched Flight of the Concords and you've liked that, you're probably going to like this movie. If you've never done any of these things and you're not sure what the hubbub is about and you're going to go into this movie cold and be like, I don't think I'm going to like it, you're wrong. You are going to like it because that's what I did. Yeah, that's also what I did too because I I brought it. Did I tell you about it? You told me about it and then you were like, I'm thinking about ordering it. And I was like, well, it was, I think it was available to, through Amazon Prime. And I was like, I'll just order it and then Sasha, you can buy it off of me if I don't like it. Yeah. But, you know. And then I watched it, and I loved it, and you can't have it except somebody has it. Yeah. If it's you, please give it back it, to me. I'm so sad. We we lost our copy a while ago. I'm really sad about it. it I'm really like upsetting. a heartbeat away from just ordering a new one. Yeah. I, I can. Th- I think I'll order it, because yeah. I, really, I really... I mean, I want to have my own copy. Want, yeah, I think we should both order it. We should. Yeah. 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 So the, that's our movie that's recommendation <laughs> for the day. It's uh, What We Do in the Shadows, as it always is. Directed by Taika Waititi. And then if once you watch it, know that my vampire persona is... Vamp-sona, if you will. My vamp-sona is oh, uh, Taika Waititi's oh, uh. character. <laughs> and um, Sasha, are you Peter? I'm not... N- <laughs> no, I'm not Peter. Are you Stu? I'm... I'm... I don't know who I am. See, I'm for sure Viago. He's fussy. Yeah, Viago is He wants people to keep things nice and tidy. I'm definitely not Viago. I might be Peter. Well, no. Peter. No, but I don't want (laughs) to... I mean, you hiss at me, like, constantly, and I'm like, we're having a flat meeting, and you just hiss at me. Yeah. And then I give you a chicken and leave. You do, yeah. So maybe Maybe I'm Peter. Maybe maybe you're Peter. Yeah. Are you Nick? Okay, I'm not a dick. <laughs> I know we were fighting just now, but I'm not a dick. I know we're fighting, but I still love you. <laughs> yeah, those are the spooky things that happened to us this week. Mm-hmm. Next week, the week after when you listen to this, I will have some spooky stories because we are confirmed doing two ghost walks nice. in Sydney. Yay! And then we're eating somewhere called, I think, Pancake on the Rocks. Oh. And I didn't know Australia had pancakes that would be called pancakes like i assumed they were like a hot cakes nation right. or like because like they did they don't have a griddle yeah but apparently they are so we're eating at pancakes on the rock nice. after and after we do this ghost tour and so hopefully pick up some aussie listeners i'm planning on bringing my podcasting notebook so i can take notes and be mm. that guy and i'm just really excited to bring all my down under stories i'm not excited to be on a plane for forever but i'm excited to go so you know. Yeah. We make it work. And you get to see Christy. I do, and we love Christy. Christy was in our Purgatory, our episode about cats, mm-hmm. telling us about the magic of Australia. And yeah. And Australian possums! They're so cute with their little pink button so noses! So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. If you haven't, yeah. And if you like cats, it's a must. I think I'll repost that on Twitter oh, yeah. before you leave for, or maybe when you leave for Australia. Okay. Yeah, when I mean, you're down under. Down under, yeah. Where the dingo's gonna gonna eat your baby. He is gonna eat my baby. And I'm gonna throw another shrimp on the barbie. 
and want to see a knife? This is a knife. knife. That's a spoon. Ah, I, I see, see you've played knifey spoon before. before. That's a Simpsons reference. Um, this is not a Simpsons podcast. No, but it should be. <laughs> it's an everything podcast. They're a spooky Simpsons. So today, as our joke at the top of the episode would imply, we are doing stories of reincarnation. Reincarnation. Specifically the ones where little kids, like four and five years old all of a sudden look up and say i remember who i was before and give an absurd quantity of detail about their previous life because that fucking spooks the shit out of me just proper pooping just proper pooping proper pooping proper my pants pooping your pants just i remember the first one i came across was actually before we started doing this it was like years ago i saw an article about it and like I think it was still what I consistently used my Yahoo email account. And it was just one of those, like, yeah. little boy remembers Secret Life on Hollywood. And that's one of the ones I'm going to do today. Mm. And I remember reading it and just being like, this has to be fake. But then I got to certain details and I'm like, oh, no, I'm afraid this isn't fake. Right. So that's what we're doing today. Shall we just dive in? I we guess? can just dive in. Yeah. You want to do right. your stories first? I would love to do my yeah. stories first before my voice gives out. Mm-hmm. As you can already hear, I'm getting husky. Ooh. So, I wanted to give a little bit of general info first, and we can talk a little bit about reincarnation, too. Okay. But if you remember from when we did our, I think it was, it might have been our DC episode, I'm Mm -hmm. not sure, but we talked about UVA's Paranormal Studies Institute, Mm -hmm. and there was Jim Tucker, the psychiatrist who specializes in kids. Mm -hmm. Well, he specifically specializes in kids who remember their past lives. (gasps) So both of the kids I'm talking about today are kids that Jim Tucker has studied, and I actually read part of his academic paper Mm. on them. So, like, he's for real. He has published, he has sources, like, he brought the receipts, and it's some good shit. So here are some stats about his work. 100% of his subjects who report past life memories are children. So he's never studied anyone over the age of, like, you know, 10 who remembers. On average, children will start remembering past life experiences at age 35 months, which is uh, right around three. Mm-hmm. So just like a like month Basically three. also like when they're starting to talk and uh-huh. become like actualized human beings. And get start keeping, because I know, I remember from AP Psych, mm-hmm. most people, their earliest memory will be around their third birthday. Yeah. And very few people can remember things before then, but it'll just be, like, one memory from when they were, like, two and a half. Right. We don't really remember anything prior to that because we don't have the capacity to make memories yet, right. I think, is the science. That I don't makes know. sense. Yeah. So, starting around that time when we're making memories about other stuff, they're like, well, since I'm remembering things, yeah. I used to be someone else. And then you dropkick them and cry about it. Did you just sneeze? Yes. Psyche just sneezed. But she's the not fucking our... sneezing ghost. She's also, that was the other thing. thing. After we dealt with the sneezing ghost, I went to bed and all of a sudden I sneezed like seven times in a row. Oh, well, there you go. And so I also making his way around. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it's got me. And now Psyche, the other cat, has it. Huh. So we're all fucked. We're all possessed by a sneezing ghost, which is a weird one. Anyway. When kids start remembering their past lives, their descriptions are usually extensive and remarkably detailed. So it's not just like, I used to be a princess. Yeah. It's like, I used to drive a coupe de ville and I used to supper every night at the dinner club down on 14th Street. 
And my oldest son died yeah, <laughs> my know, oldest... after you got run over by a fruit truck. <laughs> yes, and then my great-grandmother was hit by lightning, but we always said that was some family lore. Anyway, I still love fruit, even though it killed my eldest son. Like, that kind of detail. I'm three years old! I'm three years old! Mommy, I poo-pooed. So, can you fucking imagine if your three-year-old one day just looks up at you and goes, You weren't my mommy in the other life. My parents have told me that (laughs) I was very detailed in my discussion of where I came from before. You've never told me this. It's not, like, a reincarnation thing. It's just more, like, how I decided that, like, these particular people were going to be my parents. I was going to, like, live here. So it's not reincarnation. It's just more, like, I had this, like... When you were up on the cloud Up in the cloud, like had this very specific conversation with my grandma oh and i was like that's interesting how old was i and it was about like about three 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 and a half and it's like they they said that i was very detailed in my explanation of how i decided to like pick my parents in particular i do remember (laughs) i was probably four or five and i don't think this is a reincarnation thing it must have just been confusion but i remember it so vividly i remember being like four and talking to my mom about remembering her wedding to my dad obviously that happened like four years before i was born so you know not fucking possible but i remembered very clearly the way the church looked i remembered the way my mom's dress was Uh and i remember i was in one of the pews where like the audience sits i Mm -hmm. guess you want to call it at a wedding the guests yeah and i remember i was hiding between where you kneel and, like, the pew itself. Huh. And I remember hiding and watching both of my parents come back up the aisle for the recessional. And I remember being, like, four and telling my mom, yeah, I remember your wedding. And she goes, no, sweetie, it's impossible that you remember my wedding. You there weren't were, alive. You didn't, like, see a video or something? No, I don't no. think there is a video. I've only oh. seen photos. But, like, I could have sworn. Yeah. And I still remember very clearly what it looked like. So I don't know if that was just, like, I went to a different wedding and my brain equated that, that with wedding that, yeah. with my parents wedding but it, very possible but also like ooh, that is some spooky yeah. shit and like i never really gave it much thought until we started doing this podcast and i'm like huh i wonder if that was a thing yeah but i was i was i think four or five because we were living in alameda california so it mm-hmm. would have been when i was like four and i remember telling my mom that and mm-hmm. she was just like no and just dimis- dismissed it out of hand because right it was literally impossible for yeah. me to remember their wedding i didn't exist yet or did i so back to these children um because their memories are so detailed some will even get really emotional while they recount their memories Mm. some have cried and some will beg their parents to return them to their previous families Mm. there's a really sad one that's covered by i think it's two girls one ghost it's one of the other one of our sibling spooky podcast types Mm -hmm. And they covered, and he, this little boy was insistent, like, no, this was my mom. She lives in Scotland still. Like, I have to go back to her. Oh, this is my mom. That's so sad. And it's really sad. There's there, one of the ones that Jim Tucker studied. There wasn't enough there for me to go into detail about it, mm-hmm. but it was this little girl who insisted that she was the aborted baby of her swim coach. Oh. And so, like, she formed a really intense bond with the swim coach, and then, like, she stopped taking the swim class, and she became really withdrawn and, like, insisted, no, I'm her baby. I'm her baby that she chose to, like, I'm, I'm the baby that died. I'm not, you know, I'm not me. I'm this baby. I'm this baby. I'm this baby. 
So did that swim coach have an abortion? Yeah. Oh. Which like that's not Why something. Would, and that's a not lot something of, you don't tell. Like just yeah, it's not like the little kid overheard her on the phone being like, "Well, yeah, when I got the abortion." Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Cause, what? Because like some of these, it's like this could have been something that because you know sometimes parents forget that children maybe don't understand what they're saying, but they right. do hear it. I hear, yeah. So like I know my parents did it. I'm sure all parents do. You talk about like more adult things in front of your kid, and you right. just assume they're not going to understand. Yeah. So if you say like. Oh, yeah, well, when Grandpa died, he had a vestigial organ that had to be taken out. Yeah. And then when the kid later says, well, when I was Grandpa, I had that vestigial organ. Right. You know, like, they just repeat it back. Yeah. My favorite story, my mom and I were, and my brother were in a library once. We were very small. Mm-hmm. And we were looking in the kids' book section, obviously, because we were very small. And while we were there, my mom overheard this little, I think it was a little boy, talking to his mom. And he was there with both of his parents, and his mom pulls out a book and goes, "What? why don't we check this one out? And he goes, no, Mommy, we read that one when you were having your boobs done. Oh, my God. And that's the yeah. thing. You say things in front no. of kids, they don't know, and they just repeat it back. I, I told my preschool teachers that my dad was an alcoholic, because I heard the <laughs> phrase alcoholic, or, like, the word alcoholic yeah. on, like, the news, and they were talking about, like, you know, alcoholism and, yeah. you know, oh, drinking, too, ex- excessive drinking or whatever. And I took that to just mean, like, oh, my dad had a beer with dinner. Yeah. Therefore, he's an alcoholic. My brother and I <laughs> yelled at my mom in a drive-thru once because she was drinking and driving. Yeah. Because she took, like, a sip of her right. soda. Right, because kids say the darndest things. I, they said, don't drink and drive. I didn't know, like, right. they we, meant drink alcohol. Our little brains process things. I knew one verb form of drink, and it right. was just consume liquid. Exactly. We don't have the brain power to... Right. And so, like, a lot of these stories that I've read... Like, with reincarnation stories, it's kind of like, well, you might have just been talking about this family member. Right. And assuming that this little kid's not going to remember, but then, particularly one of the ones I'm going to talk about, it's like, oh, no, that's not what's happening here. Mm -mm. This is a bummer. Yeah, so, (laughs) even though these are highly emotional, supercharged memories, the kids will eventually stop remembering them. Yeah. And according to Jim Tucker's research they usually start to forget them about age six or seven, mm-hmm. which is probably, I don't remember, obviously, because I'm now old, yeah. but at age six or seven is probably about when you start losing your pre-age three memories anyway. Right, yeah. So. But you know what this sounds like is also your your mom's friend who sent the story yeah. and said that she also she, stopped losing her, she, she lost her ability to see ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. At a certain age. So maybe kids just have some sort of extra... Because they have to take in so much information yeah. anyway. Maybe they just have some sort of extra sense that we eventually lose because the living... sixth sense, well, starring Haley Joel Osment and technically Bruce it would be the eighth sense because we also have a sense of balance and a sense oh, of movement. True. Oh, true. <laughs> that was my AP psych coming out again. But yeah, that would make sense. Like yeah. taking developmental psych and knowing how our brains change yeah. from ba- from basically womb to tomb. Right. And but we, that developmental stage. And we can't keep all of that brain ability from when we're little because the world would be too overwhelming. Right. We'd be take like you take in an absurd amount of information from like age zero to three because you learn language, learn how to walk, yeah. learn how to swallow, learn how to move your tongue, like all of this yeah. crazy shit. And if you continue living like that, your brain's going to explode. But yeah. you would take in endless information all the time and not filter out all the little bits of it you don't need to pay attention right. to right this second. Tucker particularly says that this is age six or seven is when kids start school. So because they're starting to take in 
more experience in their current yeah. life and starting to officially learn rather than just like standard oh when I do this my finger moves yeah but start learning oh when I move this pencil I write my name yeah the, that new experience causes their memories from early childhood and from past lives to sort of get pushed out to make mm-hmm. room for the new more important information like math yeah so it's like oh i need to know that two plus two equals four now i'm not going to remember when i was marilyn monroe right so or zelda fitzgerald or zelda fitzgerald we did have a really fun discussion off air of like who should it be for our reincarnation joke yeah amelia Earhart was a close second i can see you being a really cute amelia Earhart, and i kind of want you to be her for halloween now can i put together an amelia Earhart costume for you yeah i hate halloween (laughs) i did okay this is my last sidebar it's only relevant to amelia Earhart. When I was very little, I was probably three or four, and my mom was doing laundry, so she had just, like, piled the dirty clothes next to the hamper, because the clean clothes were in the hamper, so she could put those away, put something mm-hmm. else. And I saw her bra, and I didn't know what a bra was, but to me oh, it, looked it, looked like, like a it looked like the goggles that Amelia Earhart wore. So I wrapped it around my head, and I was running around and pretending I was a pilot, and my mom was cracking up. And I did not understand as a child. I was like, I don't get why this is so funny. Like, I know it's not a helmet. You but wore a like... bra on your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think all of us we did. All, cause they we all did. Because they like the aviator goggles. I know. We all did. We all did. So we that's all. how I'm going to do your Amelia Earhart okay. costume. I'm just going to get you a little, little bra on your head and you can cool. wear whatever you want other than that. Great. So the first kid I'm going to talk about who might have worn a bra on his head, I don't know. <laughs> I only followed a very specific part of his life. This is going to be Sam Taylor. And Sasha, as you know, Sam Taylor is one of the ones that's commonly discussed because it's just, it's one step beyond the, well, he's just hearing things and not processing them correctly because he's a kid. It's one step past that into, oh no, he's remembering something that he used to live. Yeah. So Sam Taylor was born about 18 months after his paternal grandfather died of a cerebral hemorrhage. And that's going to come back later. So that's my Chekhov's gun. I'm putting it over the mantle and we're looking at that cerebral hemorrhage. So that in the second act, we can do something with it. (laughs) When Sam was a year and a half old, so about 18 months old, he looked up at his father as his diaper was being changed and said, when I was your age, I used to change your diapers. Mm. His parents were stunned. Not just because he'd spoken in a complete sentence because they said he was picking up language quickly anyway and that right. wasn't his first complete sentence. But it was just weird that he would say that. But they were like, you know what? He's probably heard us talking about, oh, you got to go change the baby's diaper. Right. And probably just, you know. I change your diaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So they were like, whatever. We're just, it's just going to be weird set of baby talk. Let's move on with our lives. But Sam did not get the hint and kept saying weird shit that implied that he had previously been his grandfather. Mm. Namely, he talked about how his grandmother had used a food processor to make milkshakes for his grandfather every day until he died, which is something that baby Sam could not have possibly known. Mm-mm. When Sam was four and a half years old, his grandmother passed away. And while looking at family photos, he pointed at a picture of his grandfather and said, That's me! So, like, still his parents were kind of skeptical, and they're like, he's just, he knows that's his grandfather because this is a picture of an older man. He's, right. You know, whatever. So, to test him, his mother found a picture of his grandfather in a class photo with 15 other boys. Mm-hmm. And said, okay, which one are you? And Sam selected his grandfather from the group. Mm-hmm. So, one in 16 chance. Getting a little slimmer. Yeah. 
finally, this is this is what made Sam's parents go, oh, shit, he might be legit. Yeah. So they asked him, you know, since he was his grandfather before, how did he come back? And he said, quote, I just went whoosh and came out the portal. <laughs> and his parents were like, who the fuck taught him the word portal? portal right? That's not a little kid word. What I the said, fuck? said whoosh and came, came out, out the, the portal. portal. His parents, Don't we all? I mean, <laughs> that's what you, after the conversation with your grandma, that's what you did, right? Right. You went, whoosh and came out of the portal. portal. His parents kept asking him for more details about his past life because they were just flummoxed and they were just, I assume they were pulling a me and just being like, this can't be real. Eventually, we're going to get to the part where he knows all this weird shit, like he had a phone call with grandma or something and we're going to hit the end of his knowledge and we'll feel better. Instead of, like, debunking himself, Sam told them he used to have a sister in his past life, but she, quote, turned into a fish. (laughs) His parents asked him what he meant and who turned her into a fish. Right. Because that's, um, like, as I lay dying. Yeah. Faulkner shit. Yeah. And Sam said, some bad guys. She died. Like, sleeping with the fish? No, no, like, Sam's grandfather had a sister who had been murdered 60 years prior. Right. Her body was found in the San Francisco, San Francisco. Bay. Uh, sleeping with the fishes. So she was a fish. Yeah, she sleeping Some, with the fishes. Yeah, somebody yeah. turned her into a fish because her body was found in the bay where the fishies live. Sleeping with the fishes. So some bad men killed her. Mafia. Yep. <laughs> so his parents at this point were fucking stunned. They were like, oh my god. And they said, do you know how you died before? And Sam jerked away from them and slapped the top of his head as if in pain. His grandfather died of a cerebral hemorrhage. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that would be where that would hurt. Mm. Mm-hmm. So basically, about halfway through all of this, they took Sam to Jim Tucker. Because I guess yeah. when your kid starts remembering the shit, there's only one guy you go to. Right. And that's when Jim Tucker determined, one, this kid is telling the truth. Yeah. He believes that he was previously his grandfather. These are memories mm-hmm. that we can authenticate. And two, Jim Tucker just, like, talked to him and wrote it down. Yeah. Like, again, this is the academic paper that I was reading yeah. part of. And he's just like, this is a case study. He just... It started at age 18 months, and, like, mm-hmm. multiple sources cited the him telling his father. Because, like, you could maybe shrug it off as just, oh, these parents want a cool story around their kids, so they're saying, he said, when I was your age, I used to change your diapers. But the fact that he was, you know, being interviewed by Jim Tucker by right. himself and yeah. still saying the same shit. Right. Spooky. Weren't they from Virginia, too? This... Uh, I think so. Yeah, because I, I remember scrolling past that story and, yeah. like, saw the word Virginia. Yeah. That's great. It's Which convenient. It's convenient is... because UVA has the... Yeah. It was huh. a short commute for them. Right. Rather than having to fly across the country. It's also... That makes it even spookier about the San Francisco Bay thing. Because, like, if you are a three-year-old who doesn't live in California, how yeah. often are you going to be exposed to the words San, San Francisco. Francisco Bay? Right. Like, I knew about it, but that's just because we lived in Alameda and that... It's not far from San Francisco, My so we went there all the time. My uncle lives in San Francisco and has lived yeah. there since the late 70s, early 80s. Right. So, like, we also went there and right. talked to my uncle on the phone. My uncle in San Francisco. Yeah. So I knew what San Francisco was. But, like, I didn't but... know, like, what Ann Arbor was. Because right. we didn't have family in Michigan. I'd never been to Michigan. It wasn't something, like, if you'd said Lake Michigan to me, I'd be like, okay, I guess mm. that's a lake, probably by Michigan. But it's not something that right. I would have, like 
as a frame of reference. Yeah. Or like even the Potomac Bay when we lived on the West yeah. Coast. If you had said Potomac Bay to me, I'd be like, eh. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that he probably had a lot Chesapeake of exposure Bay, to. Chesapeake Bay, Potomac River. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I am sick. I am yeah. on cold medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. You've lived here for a very long time. I've lived here for so long and I don't know things. <laughs> I took Sudafed. So that's the story of Sam Taylor, who is creepy. And this one I think is a, a lot creepier. This is the one that I read on like Yahoo Buzz or whatever. Yeah, and you told me not to look it up. I specifically said, don't look at this one. Yeah. Sasha, no. And then I slapped your hand. No, you didn't. I didn't. I no, love you. No, you didn't. <laughs> You're just like, no. This is all over text message. Yeah. Just, I, I, <laughs> you it, couldn't I'm have. pretty sure it was like a forward text message that was like, these are what I'm doing. Don't look them up, please. Yeah. Also, do you want to order food? <laughs> yeah. But I also accidentally, I mean, I came across both of them in my yeah. research, too. I just kind of scrolled past after I double-checked the names. Yeah, because there's not a ton of kids who have, like, openly talked about this. Right. So I don't know if that's just because there's not a lot of kids who remember their past lives, or if it's because, like, a lot of parents just brush it off as, oh, yeah. our Joni has such an active I, I imagination. Think it's better, like, horror or thriller like, psychological thriller movie fodder. Yeah. So that's probably why we have it in our, like, pop culture. Oh, like, true. kids have talked to, like, like, you know, like they include it because there are a few cases that are yeah. popular. But, yeah. The stuff that is out there is pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and reincarnation itself isn't, like, a novel idea. No. Like, because it's existed in other religions for so long. Yeah. It's just real spooky when little kids <laughs> and their little kid voices start telling you stories about right. their Plus, past. Ooh. Buddhism, which I think is one of the first to really talk about reincarnation mm-hmm. in specific terms, I think. I learned in my Buddhist thought class in college. Yeah, hey, I took that too. It's such a good class. Yeah. I learned that you can't ever remember your past lives. Right. Like, no one remembers their past lives. Yeah. And... Like, the only person who can remember anything about their past lives is the new Dalai Lama. Like, the current Dalai Lama says that they knew he was the Dalai Lama because, because he, he picked certain he, objects. Yeah. yeah, he found the cabinet where he always kept his glasses. Hmm. And this is a little three-year-old. He doesn't know where the fuck the old Dalai Lama kept his glasses. But otherwise, you can't remember your past lives. Right. So I remember our professor essentially was like, if anybody ever tells you that they remember their past lives, they're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so from a purely Buddhist perspective, this isn't something that really happens. So it's not like, you know, if you're raised outside of the Western mindset, you're like, yeah, past lives, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a given that you have them, but you don't ever know about them. Yeah. All that transfers over between your lives is your accumulation of karma. Right. That's not memories. So this kid is particularly upsetting. So this kid is named Ryan Hammonds. So Ryan was another kid who was studied by Jim Tucker, but he had a little bit of a further commute because his family lived in Oklahoma. Starting when he was four years old, he would wake up in the middle of the night, every night, screaming. Mm -hmm. So each time, and often during the day too, he would beg his mother, Cindy, to take him back to the house where he, quote, lived before. He insisted that the way he was living now was unacceptable and he couldn't keep doing it. Quote, I can't live in these conditions. My last home was much better, he told her. Mm. He insisted that he used to live in Hollywood in a big house with a pool. He drove fast cars and he met Rita Hayworth. His glamorous life, he told her, was back when he, quote, used to be somebody else. He danced in Broadway productions and worked for an agency where people would change their names and become stars. He even remembered the name of the street he lived on. 
well, he remembered part of it. He remembered that it had the word rocks in it. He was like, I lived on something rocks street. And the extent to which he knew these details and how frequently he was waking up screaming convinced his mom, oh shit, this is the real deal. Like, Because, uh, like, what yeah. little kid knows who Rita Hayworth right. is? Like, at four. Yeah. And just casually drops, yeah, I used to dance in Broadway productions. I met Rita Hayworth once. <laughs> I drove big fancy cars and my house had a pool and I just had a lovely time with my pool and my Rita Hayworth. And, and I can't live in these conditions. I can't live in these conditions anymore, mother! Yeah, that's, like, that's some specific shit. Yeah. So, Cindy, being the dedicated mom that she was, who also did not know that UVA had a paranormal studies department, started getting books at the library that covered the golden age of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And she and Ryan would just sit and they would flip through them until he saw something he recognized. And usually it was just like, no, 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 no. But one day, they came across a still from the 1932 movie Night After Night. Okay. Ryan pointed at one of the actors in the photo and said, that guy's me, the old me. No. Cindy and her husband, who were reincarnation skeptics, were like, oh, okay, this seems actually legit. Even though we don't super believe in reincarnation, he's convinced that he used to be this guy. What do we do about it? And then that's when they found Jim Tucker, who has a great name that I really enjoy saying. Yeah, Jim Tucker. Jim Tucker. Together with Jim Tucker... They determined that Ryan believed he had been Marty Martin, a movie extra turned powerful Hollywood agent. Marty Martin. Right? If what that... a good Hollywood name. I know, right? It's like, hi, Marty Martin. Glad to meet you. I'm going to make you a star, kid. Give me that cigar. Let's go to my pool. Yeah. Yeah. That's Marty Martin. Huh. He died in 1964. Okay. Ryan is still alive to this day, so it's not like he came across in the newspaper. Right, Marty right. Martin. No. Right, no. Marty Martin had danced on Broadway. He worked at an agency that often created stage names for its clients and lived at 825 North Roxbury Drive in Beverly Hills. Oh, Roxbury. Yep. Ryan knew how many children Marty Martin had, that he had two sisters, which was something that Marty's own daughter didn't even know. Oh, God. Because I think part of Jim Tucker's process is he verifies the information that these kids give him. Right. So I guess he was talking to the family and she was like, I don't know. I don't know if my dad had sisters. And then they found, like, census records. Mm -hmm. Oh, he did have two sisters. What the fuck? Right. (laughs) And Ryan remembered other details, too. That in his previous life, he was always getting sunburns, which Marty was a notorious sunbather, and he frequently burned because he was a white guy in Hollywood. Yeah. Ryan remembered taking girlfriends to see the ocean and watch surfers, which were things that Marty did because he was married four times. And he reportedly loved the ocean and loved watching people surf, which isn't something that a little kid is just gonna guess. Right. And then Ryan, even though he's still alive at this day, starting at age 10, his memory started fading. So he started slowly forgetting details of his life as Marty Martin. But the last I could tell, the most recent article I could find, he still remembered a lot of Marty's life. Ah. So his have lasted a little bit longer. Like, yeah. Jim Tucker usually says, age six or seven, the memories are donezo. But at age ten, he was like, yeah, I still remember being Marty. Why? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Does this make you want to have kids just to, like, screw with them and see if they remember anything? Oh, God, no. <laughs> that would make it so much fucking worse. Are you kidding me? I don't want kids if they're, like, normal. I especially don't want a kid to look at me and be like, I used to be your grandmother. What the fuck, baby? Because the funny thing <laughs> is I'm sitting here and I, you know, you and I have different philosophies. We on, do. On having children in the yeah. future. But, like, I'm sitting here kind of like, 
You know, this is actually kind of funny. <laughs> What's your first? I'll do that with your first kid. How about that? Okay. Ooh, I can do that with my niece next time I visit oh, her because yeah, she started visit, like yeah. speaking consistently. Right. So ask her if she so I can remembers be like, anything from her past life. What do you remember from before mommy and daddy were your mommy and daddy? And then just like take detailed notes and report back. That would be great. Oh, I'm gonna fuck up that kid so bad. Sorry, best friend. <laughs> yeah, because she listens to our podcast. Best friend does. Yes. Yeah. Although I think sometimes Sophia is in the room. Yeah. So, oh. oops. Oops. So, Sophia, now that you're listening to this episode, really start thinking about who you used to be, because Aunt Courtney has questions. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have kids, I'll do the same thing. I'll okay. just be like, okay, we're going to write down. You're going to be like, stop filling my kids' heads with scary thoughts. And I'll be like, no, 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 no. Because no. if anybody's for science. Go- it's for science, number one. Number two, your mom is a ghost magnet. If anybody's kids are going to remember their past life, oh, hell it's yeah, yours. It's going to be my kids. It's going to be yeah. your kids. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, you mean great, great grandma? She's over in the corner. Do you want me to ask her? Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> like, sorry. Right. <laughs> You're in for a lifetime of ghosts. I can imagine. Yeah, so great, great grandma. Yeah, so my great grandma, yeah. um, Julia. Is the witch. Is well, the, well the born on... Halloween in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Stop fighting, you guys. This is why I don't want to have children. I have to yell at cats. <laughs> Sorry, our cats were fighting. Continue. Anyway, yeah, I I would imagine great great grandma Julia would watch over my kids, oh, and yeah. they'd be like, "Yeah, there, she's over there," and I'd be yeah. like, "Oh, super," because I mean, great grandma Julia was also the one who, like, when I burned my hands on the radiator because I was learning how to walk, or when I wandered out onto the aluminum patio. In the summer and didn't have shoes on, she was the one who'd like immediately scoop me up right as it was happening and like prevent. Prevent. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I did learn within the past like six months that my great grandma was apparently somewhat kooky spiritual too, because she believed that she and her husband had been abducted by aliens, that they converted the aliens to Christianity. That her guardian angel helped her round up cows, that her cousin had her arm shriveled by the ghost of her husband. Like Yeah. 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 So, you know, I'll just ask my grandma Gigi to also, like, watch out for your kids, because sorry, grandma Gigi, the lion dies with me. (laughs) (laughs) This fall house of usher shit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway. Kids aren't for everyone. If they're for you, great. If they're not for you, also great. I've got three more stories about kids. Yes! All right. Let's ruin my life. (laughs) First, we've got one from India. Okay? (gasps) Is this the one that I think it is? I I don't know, because there are several from India. Oh, spooky. (laughs) Could be any of them. Whoa! So in India, you know, reincarnation is seen as basically like a, yeah. a ir- irrefutable factor, you know, a big part of, you know, Hindu and Buddhist Buddhism, yeah. re- religion, right? So, however, some time ago came to public light a curious and surprising reincarnation story that, despite having been extensively studied by scientists, failed to be proved as a fraud. Oh, no, so I don't like they couldn't disprove it. I don't like when they can't be disproved. <laughs> so, the wonderful thing about this case is that the incredible number of memories of this pers- this kid's past life, it was just, like, a, like just kind of like this last story you just yeah. told. Like, they just kept getting memories and out of this like, kid, right? You can't keep making all this shit up. <laughs> right, so this is, this is a much older story. This is from 1951. Okay. So there was a boy named Munna who is a six-year-old, and okay. he was playing in front of the store of his father, who was the barber in town. Okay. Two passing strangers suddenly took the child without anyone noticing. <gasps> they took him to a distant place, and he was murdered. Oh. Okay, so this poor kid named Munna, right? Oh. 
So the father, noting the absence of his son, began a search in the areas around the city, only to find that, you know, this kid had been murdered. Yeah. Soon the men found guilt, uh, guilty of this cri- crime were found and handed over to the police, but there was not enough evidence of the crime, so they were released. Ugh. The child's family was devastated. His mother started suffering from, you know, nervous breakdowns, oh. and, you know, they're just, like, yeah. their family in shambles, right? Yeah. Six months later, another in another city in a- India... A child was born, and then in his early years, so like, you know, as a small child, yeah. started to show some strange behaviors. At the age of two, he asked his parents to take him to his previous house so he could see his parents in old toys. Uh, and then the I child also chills. had strange birthmark that crossed the front of his neck. And this boy had been slashed. Oh like, he would have been beheaded. Oh, um, I chills. Yeah. You know, he, he'd talked to his parents about his other life, and he was, you know, describing the details of, like, that he was killed by these two men, and telling details that, at that moment, had never been, like, made oh. public, right? The the parents finally were able to, like, get, figure out, like, where he was from, yeah. and get in contact with Munna's father, and when the child saw the barber and his wife, he approached them and embraced them intensely, and he had recognized them, and at oh. this time he was only four years old. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, both families were like, oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't that, That's like, both heartwarming and heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, right? Oh my, oh god, my god, that's... Ugh! Oh, I literally <laughs> got chills! How did he know? I don't know! How did he know? I don't know! Oh, oh my god! Like, that's not something you can just guess! Right! That's not happenstance! No. What the fuck? I know. The only better ending to that story could have been after he found this extra family oh, then, in he, Russia, like, then he was like, those motherfuckers killed me. There, there was another story that was kind of like that where, like, someone had, like, beaten their child to death. Yeah. And then it, the child reincarnated it into another child, like, oh. a few years later in the same town. Yeah. And had started detailing, like, what this guy had done to him oh. before in his last life. Oh and my the father, God. like, like this, this, the murderer father was like... Like, like, tried to, like, attack the kid, and they were like, you're crazy! And he, like, it came to light that he had, like, killed his own son. Uh, Yeah. There was a family covered on the dollop, and I don't remember what episode or what the name of the family was, but, like, it was a mom and an older brother, Mm -hmm. and, like, the younger brother went missing, Mm -hmm. and, like... One day this guy showed up, mm-hmm. and the dollop is covering it. They've been following this guy yeah. for his life. So he's, like, a known fraudster. He has a thick French accent because he's from France, and he just goes around claiming to be people that he's not. So, like, oh, missing people. Yeah. He's like, yes, I am your missing son. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he went missing when he was 16, and I'm 42, but I am your missing son. Like, yeah. So Jesus. he, like, joined the family and, like, was living with them, and they were like, nope, this is definitely our boy. This is definitely our boy. And, like, slowly the details began to emerge that they had actually killed the younger brother in kind of a domestic violence, Uh, child abuse thing. And the mother would get drunk and talk about how this boy was a ghost and was sent to punish her for killing the other uh, one. So same kind of spooky bullshit. some beloved right shit. oh my right? god i know i wish i could remember the name Ooh. of that dollop episode but if you Dang. know it please tell me so i've got another reincarnation story yes. and it also has birthmarks as well so <gasps> spooky so this and it's also set in the 50s uh-huh. so this is 1957 england okay there were two tw- two sisters joanna and jacqueline pollock joanna was 11 and jacqueline was six when they were killed in a car accident Aww. where they were run over on a side like a car like hopped a sidewalk oh. or they were like were crossing the street so they got hit by the car yeah 
And so, you know, their parents were, you know, grieving yeah. about the, the loss of their children, but, you know, in time, they they had two more kids. Yeah. Miss Pollock became, became pregnant, yeah. and then her husband said, like, you know, oh, maybe we'll have, like, twin girls or, you know, something yeah. like, just, you know. In like, memory of In memory the of the lost. daughter, yeah, the ones yeah. they lost, right? And they, they were just kind of, like, laughing, like, oh, we would never have twins. But <laughs> then, like, they had twins. Oh. And so they named them Jennifer and Jillian. Okay. So what st- were the first two names? Joanna and Jacqueline. Okay, so still J names. J names, yeah. Okay. The girl's father noticed that one of the babies had, above her right eyebrow, a scar identical to that of, or a, a birthmark, identical to the <sighs> scar of the daughter Jacqueline, who had fallen out of a tree when she was uh, still alive. And then, um, or sorry, she had fallen, right? And uh-huh. then the other girl had a mole. Uh-huh. That was like in the same place in, as the other daughter or something like, or like a, uh, as like a scar, and it's just like yeah. So they, they had, had like covered in weird marks, mar- like like birthmarks oh, that looked like scars that these girls had had yikes. previously, right? So four months later, the family moved to another village, but a few years later, they went back to visit the same place they were born. So now yeah. they're like toddlers. The parents found that the two girls knew the place very well, even without seeing the school, they could point a finger to where it was, and the same thing happened to the when they pointed to the place where the swing and the slide were, and when the girls went through their old house, they recognized every place immediately. When the girls turned four, their father opened the box in which they kept the dead daughter's toys. Uh Um, And the strange thing for the parents was that each girl acknowledged which toy had belonged to each and even called the do- like dolls the same names that the, the pre- previous daughters had used, no! right? No! And I'm assuming the names weren't like Dolly. No, but like, but you like know, legit, like, like yeah. oh, well, this one's Susan and that and one's Carol. Emily or, yeah. yeah, you know. But then Ugh. the girls also showed fears of passing cars. No! Like whenever they were like walking like Ugh. on the sidewalks and like shrieking like, oh, the car's coming to get us! Oh. And a lot of, like, personality-wise, they had also similar personalities to, like, the previous daughters, yeah. which, you know, nature versus nurture. Well, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. but but just, it, they, they seem too similar to, like, yeah. that of, like, Johanna and um, Jack, Jacqueline. Yeah, like, the, the personalities and the car thing is maybe just stuff they picked up from the parents, because I imagine if two of your daughters were killed yeah, you'd by a car, like, you'd be very jumpy around cars with either your Either jumpy babies. or just making sure that, like, we're all Let's walking together. Yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, but, like, the other shit. Yeah, but by the age of five, just like you said before, yeah. their their mi- memories mostly faded away, yeah. but they're still pointed as, uh, like, yeah. a source of, like, hey, reincarnation could be possible. Honestly, if you're these parents, is it kind of a relief when your kid stops remembering their past life? Probably. Yeah, like, that's gotta be horrifying, particularly yeah. for, like, if your previous child died because of violence or, like, accident an accident like that, something. Yeah. yeah, like, that's gotta be hard. Right. Ugh. Ugh yeah, that, that, Ugh. One's like, that one's weird. God, I'm gonna ask your kids so many questions. Yes. <laughs> and then finally, I've got one more. This okay. is Jenny Cockle. Okay. She's a British woman who, who knew from a very young age that she had lived another life. Ooh. She knew that her previous name was Mary, and she was a young woman who had lived in Ireland in the 30s. Oh. 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 Ireland. Shillelagh. Shillelagh. I lived in Ireland in the 30s. Um, but then she also knew that, worst of all, that her early death had left her six children helpless. Oh. A desperation she could still feel like a strange shadow. And this was the weight that pushed her to unravel all those apparent memories and sensations. At eight years old, and so she was a little bit <gasps> older... Sorry, right? but, like, can you imagine your kid being like, I left my six babies, I they need know. my help. Right. 
So at eight years old, she knew that she had not always lived in England. Her dreams are always focused on that of, like, a wet Ireland during a time of hard work and survival. Oh, when the land is lush and green Green and rolling out before you and you can just feel the shillelaghs. (laughs) Yes. She also knew that her name had not always been Jenny. The other woman who lived in her dreams, her name was Mary, but she could never remember her last name. Jenny always tried to have a somewhat normal life. Only a few knew that in reality her life was halved because every day new pieces of the daily life of a woman named Mary came to her thoughts. She knew that Mary, the Irish, walked a lot. Her house was near a stream. Her hands and fingernails were always dirty from the ground potatoes she harvested and collected. Well, my children need to eat and the potatoes are the best way to feed them. She knew that she sometimes would go hungry and never ate meat, only flour, bread, and vegetables. And, and, And... Jenny also had known that Mary had died during childbirth and that oh, her well, death was with great, right, great despair and rage. So, like, it was a bad death, right, that oh. she was dying in childbirth. It was too soon. Her children were too young to be left without a mother. And so oh. what would become of her six children? Oh. Such was the intensity of those feelings and emotions that Jenny underwent regressive hypnosis. <gasps> and what was the result? The memories and suffering became more vivid and more detail started to appear. This young woman's story of reincarnation got into the BBC, got to the BBC, who was very interested in this sort of case for like some pub, you know, some yeah. special, right? And so they published the story like far and wide, right? And then the story eventually reached Malhid, Mahalid, a small village in Ireland where a family had identified Mary and her six children. Her last name was Sutton, and she had died in the Rotunda Hospital in Dublin on. October 24th, 1932. So she was right about, like, dying in the 30s, right? She didn't leave six, but she left seven children behind because she had left one childbirth, right? So Jeffrey, Sonny, Philomena, Christopher, Francis, Bridget, and Elizabeth were her six, or her, rather, her seven children, right? Yeah. The farmer tracked down her third son, Jeffrey, in Ireland, who gave them the address of two of his brothers, Sonny and Francis. And, you know, what happened then, you know? Should Jenny know? And so she contacted all of them yeah. and ended up developing a special bond with Sonny. And for the details provided, memories and words and everything, like, the, these people recognized their real mother in Jenny, oh. like, from these things. And so they were able to, like, reach some closure. Oh, and, like, babies. they knew that, like, like she, you know, she, the dying was just a thing that happened. Yeah. And, like, for... Jenny, who is, like, carrying Mary's spirit, like, the suffering was going to be able to, like, lessen because, like, she knew that, like, they all survived. They all were older and they were, like, elderly at this point, right? And they led a full life and they remembered Mary, who, like, gave everything for them. So it was like, all the potatoes they wanted. All the potatoes and all the meat. Did her memory lessen after she met the children? Oh, it doesn't say anything oh. after that, but yeah, but they're able to have a nice reunion, right? Yeah. Isn't that nice? That's so nice. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I will say, this is like the first episode that has legit given me consistent chills. Yeah. I had chills you for like 80% here, like, of that. You freaking out That's next true. to me this entire time. <laughs> I spent part of those stories like clutching a pillow to my face. And it's not that I'm not spooked out by this, but I think I'm just so tired and so drained <laughs> from this week that even when you were telling the other stories, I was like, oh, this is bad, but I wasn't like... I think the entire time I was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. We talked these about, are scary. We but... talked about this a little bit, I think yesterday or the day before, that <laughs> these weren't necessarily, like, they're not scary and upsetting. They're just, like, they're creepy because it's, like, this seems realistic and it's weird that people would be able to remember something from before they were alive. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. Would you ever undergo regressive hypnosis? 
I what don't you know. know. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's sort of the same way that the the thing you were telling me about, that your old coworker. Oh, yeah, where she read your past lives. You can read your past lives, and you find out that you're actually Hitler, and it's like. I wasn't uh, Hitler. No, you're not Hitler. No, sorry, that was not, him. not God. Not the you, like, direct you, but just, like, in general. Like, yeah. if you found out that you were Hitler. Or like, you were Stalin. You, or, or Stalin. Or, yeah, something you know. horrible. Edie, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Reincarnation, you could come back at any time. You it doesn't have to be like a one... Anything. It doesn't have to be like a one-to-one thing. Like, yeah. I'm looking for someone who was... Well, because that's the thing. Like, is it when you breach... The, <laughs> breach the... The veil. Veil. <laughs> and are sent screaming into this world? Or is it when you start, like, forming oh, yeah, into a person? True. Yeah, because, right? like... At least, so most of my understanding of reincarnation does come from that Buddhism class. Yeah. And my general weebness. So, like, <laughs> according to Buddhism, there are six things you can be reincarnated as. So, if you have regressive hypnosis done, is it going to tell you about the times you were a hungry ghost? And about the times you were a titan? And about the times you were a house cat? Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Or are we only able, like, if you are the kind of person who believes in such things, are you only able to read your past human lives? Right. Ugh. Yeah. Plus, like, odds are, according to Buddhism, we've all been doing this shit. We've been in this wheel of samsara for fucking ever. Right. So, like, you've probably been around the wheel more than once, so you've probably been, like, eight million people. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It could be anything. But, yeah, I just... I don't care to know if you don't I... Know. I don't want to know. Yeah. I'm good. I'm Gucci. I think part of it, for me, I think I would do the regressive hypnosis, but only because I would not believe in the regressive hypnosis, oh. which would mean that the regressive hypnosis probably would not work. Yeah. Because I, I don't... Like, I, I kind of believe in these kids who remember stuff. Right. Like, kind of. I'm still very skeptical. But also, like... I don't remember past lives, and so I feel like some lady reading my Reiki and telling me that I accidentally caused a bunch of people to be killed during the Holocaust, that I feel like is bullshit, so I would just enjoy it the way I passively enjoy people telling me stories. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think (laughs) that one experience we have with the fortune teller, like, really has turned me off of, like, any of that stuff. What if we find a nice one? Like, what if I go as, like, a tester mission, and if she's nice, I'll send you to her? Maybe. Maybe. Because there's there's one in, um, there's one by District Donut in D.C. Oh, yeah. That does five dollar readings, and then we can get District Donut. Oh, we could get District Donut. So even if it's a shitty reading, we then get donuts. Yeah. That'd be really good. That'd be a good outing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to go when they get the cannoli donut, because that cannoli donut is straight up delicious. Oh. It's the best donut I've ever eaten. I like both of those things, cannolis and donuts. It's so good and creamy. So this has been a very pensive spoop hour that rounds out with talking about snacks. So have a great week. When you guys are listening to this, I'm in an airplane. So send me good vibes that I'm asleep on said airplane. (laughs) And when when I come back, I'll be returning from Down Under. And we'll record our podcast on Wednesday. No, we're going to record it on Tuesday. No, 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 no. You can make all the fart noises with your hands you want. I'm not buying you Starbucks. Aww. I'm Vicky. I'm Janelle. And we like talking about murder. Like a lot. Like John Wayne Gacy. Nanny Doss. Uh, Ted Bundy. Um, did someone say Jeffrey Dahmer? And maybe a little Jim Jones. Oh, definitely Jeff Jones. <laughs> if you like any of this, 
Join us every other week on the Bad Taste Crime Cast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever podcasts are hosted. Yeah, guys. We'll see you there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>